Okay, guys, good morning. Uh, we're back in um, Philippians 2. We haven't really gone anywhere. I feel like we're, we found a good camp, campground for this week. And so um, we're still in this passage where Paul is laying out for us, uh, maybe through song, maybe through this hymn, uh, what, I, what I call God's workout plan, the way that uh, God shows how all things will work out for us, that we would, he shows us the pattern of Christ, and that if we would live our lives according to the same pattern, I believe it all works out. I believe it is the way in which we get into extreme, uh, you know, extremely good shape. We, we build spiritual muscle. We get fit spiritually this way. And Ironically, and in a crazy way, and it's hard for me to say this as a guy who's who grew up in the locker room as a competitor, it's winning by losing. You know, it's not winning by winning, it's winning by losing. Um, so let me just read this again. It, it says, uh, Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. And I'm just going to stop there today. That's verse 80. He goes on to say, of course, the therefore God exalted him. But let's just let's just deal with this section here, this first part. Um, this might rightly be called the condescension of God. God lowering himself to our level. And, you know, we talked a bit about this yesterday, that God, you know, in, in the form of Jesus empties himself of all that's rightfully his, even though he remains fully God and fully man, he, he empties himself of, of some of these um, abilities and uh, it's self-limiting. No one else, nothing else outside of himself has compelled him or caused him to do this. This is his, of his own choice. And it says he made himself nothing. And if you read this through... Uh, if you were to chart this this out, this this um, this hymn, so to speak, then you'd have to look at this from the perspective of where Jesus begins and where he goes and where he ends. And so let's just look at this section. Jesus is he starts this passage in heaven. He is equal to God. He does not have to 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 grasp equality with God because he is equal to God. So there he is in verse six, essentially living. You know, he exists in heaven, but he makes himself, this isn't something somebody does to him, he makes himself nothing. So now he's lowered himself from heaven, and and this is essentially his birth. You know, you might see this story right here, what happens between verse 6 and verse 7 as Christmas, and Jesus is born a baby in Bethlehem, a helpless infant, makes himself nothing. But it says further that he didn't, not that he just became a man, but he took the very nature of a servant. He, he says that he, the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. And so when Jesus comes, he comes as the servant of all, as the one who, and how would he serve us? Well, he'd serve us by giving his life for us, not, not just in his, his death on the cross, which is the ultimate giving of his life, but his whole life, his whole you know, 33 years on earth is a gift given to us. So, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. His whole life is a gift on earth, and including his death. And, um, and he, he, he describes how. He says, being made in human likeness, 
you know, he looks like me or you. He's a human. He has, he has, you know, hands and feet and fingers and toes, and you know, he has a, a brain and a mouth, and he he functions fully like a human. All of the things that you do, he does. He he's tempted as you're tempted. He he's able to do all this without sin, but he is absolutely and completely, you know, a human, and he. His, his life is, uh, you know, appears this way. He's, he's, he, he manifests himself to the world as a, as a person, as a man. And so here he is, was in heaven. He descends down to earth, but doesn't just descend to earth, but takes on, you know, the likeness of a man. He doesn't walk around like a half God, half man. Uh, but he does, isn't just a man. He's a servant, makes himself a servant. That's even lower but he doesn't just serve as a servant. It says he became obedient to death. So now he goes even lower that he's willing to lay his life down. He essentially goes from heaven to earth, to servanthood, to death. But even lower, not just death, he goes to death on a cross. And this is the lowest form. I mean, it's not, it's probably not the most painful way in which Romans executed people there were there's just some absolutely unbelievable and barbaric ways in which the, the Romans were so creative in the ways in which they 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 killed men there it reminds me a bit of Isis in the ways in which these guys you know utilize just absolutely horrifying um, means of terrorism to you know, to strike terror in the hearts of, of people but the cross is the lowest form uh, we would say of of dying because of the shame that's associated with it. So Jesus, who starts in heaven, is the highest place of honor, sitting at the right hand of God, is now descended into unto earth and taken on the form of a servant, dies a death, but not just a death, but the lowest death of all, death on a cross, the most shameful death of all, where he hangs naked in front of his countrymen, his, his peers and his uh, all who had mocked him and, and, and those who had lauded him as Lord, you know, five or six days ago when he ascended triumphantly into, into Jerusalem are now standing around, you know, saying crucify him. And um, this is such a beautiful but hard thing to read and to consider that our Lord would do this for us. And why did he go so low? Well, he had to go to the absolute lowest of lows so that every single human who's ever lived or will ever live could be caught up in the net of his grace. And so I am deeply thankful. I I, this, this, this passage that we've just read, I literally am sitting here reading this and doing this devotional with tears in my eyes as I think about the incredible gift of Jesus descending from his rightful place in heaven to walk this earth as a man and then to die a death that I should have died, that he might drink the whole cup of God's wrath and make us right with God. I can't wait to read the therefore that starts tomorrow's passage. Jesus, we love you and thank you. And we have no words. There are no words that we can find to adequately express our thanks for what you did for us. You made yourself nothing and lowered yourself and died a death on the cross that we might live. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. And Maranatha.